Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The four o'clock hour, 95.7 the game. Evan Giddings and Alan Siles taking you up to 6 p.m. Cam is just on point with the with the music right now. Got the Drizzy trophies playing. The Warriors got trophies. They also got bags. They also got a lot of them because Andrew Wiggins signs a four-year extension, 109 million. Jordan Poole this morning, four-year extension, $140 million. We're talking about what that means for these guys, what that means for the team, and what that means for some of your favorite players. I'm, I'm looking at you, Draymond Green, and I'm looking at you, Clay Thompson. But before we get to that, I did want to, again, just talk about the path of Andrew Wiggins. Because in this life... There's so many ways to get to your final destination, right? Back in the day, I don't even know. Evan definitely wasn't driving back in the day when you had to print out MapQuest, all right? I know you didn't have to do that, but you did. And even before then, I'm told there were literal maps out there that you'd have in your car. So so I'm told. I'm Dude, kidding. you're like three years older than me. <laughs> we're the Fair same enough. age. Fair enough. We're both millennials. I know you refuse to believe this, but... Yeah, you're barely it. I'm more of a boomer than a Gen Z, honestly. Stop it. When you... Try to get to a destination. Everybody thinks it's just point A to point B. Specifically, when you are somebody that when Andrew Wiggins was at Kansas, he was supposed to be the guy, right? I think actually Drake had a song about Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins and Johnny Manziel. It was called Draft Day. It was called Draft Day because I think Andrew Wiggins and Johnny Manziel went in the, the same year, obviously, NFL and NBA. Andrew Wiggins was supposed to be that dude. He gets traded. LeBron wants Kevin Love. And now he's in Minnesota. He's supposed to be that guy. You know, it's not working out. He still gets the bag. People are saying that he's overpaid. He's a bust. He's a bum. All these things. The Warriors say, you know what? We see something in him. You're starting to devalue him a little bit. Let's see what we can do. This is what we do. We're good at this stuff. We know how to handle talent. We know how to develop talent. So Andrew Wiggins went from being overpaid to now everybody's saying that this is a great deal. So now everybody's saying, look at all the money that he left on the table. Andrew Wiggins, he had to develop. And just because you don't come out of the microwave and you, you're, you're the, the best thing since sliced bread immediately 
that doesn't mean that you're done. And let that be a tale for what we just saw in Andrew Wiggins. Let that be a tale for James Wiseman. So I am extremely happy that Andrew Wiggins got his bag, that Andrew Wiggins, more so than get his bag, because all these guys have so much money, more so than that, he found a home. Andrew Wiggins found a home as a basketball player. He found a home on a basketball team. He found a home as a champion. And he found a home as a champion with the Warriors. Jordan Poole. Draymond Green was the first one to say it. Jordan Poole was almost up out the league. He was in G League trying to figure out how to hit a jump shot. He had It almost like he had some version of the yips. He was almost out the league. He comes through. He gets a haircut. Get, got the nice fade going now. He gets his, he gets his confidence up. And he and again, right out right out the microwave, Jordan Poole, he makes all the big shots at Michigan. Oh, he's the next step. We got another one. Let's go. Let's go. Sometimes it doesn't happen immediately. And what's crazy is I'm sitting here talking about two guys who one is just now in his prime and another who hasn't even hit it yet. So let this be a a, a, a tale that just because all these guys don't come out uh, immediately as the best guys and able to ball out and do, and I'm talking about myself too. I do the same thing. We all do. We expect it to happen quickly. That doesn't mean that they're bust. That doesn't mean that they're done. Look at Andrew Wiggins now. Look at him, right? Just like that Paul Rudd meme. Look at us. Look at Andrew Wiggins. Look at Jordan Poole. They're sitting here as champions. The world is is their oyster, and they just feel good. And if you're a Warriors fan, you got to feel good about it, too. I know we've gotten to the wheeze about the Draymond stuff. Well, ultimately, we have to because that's part of it. But this is a day that everybody should just be pretty darn happy to be a Warriors fan if you are one because they've locked up two pivotal pieces on this roster, and they're going to be in an amazing spot moving forward. Amazing spot. Yeah, no, that that's absolutely well said. And, and there was actually another piece of their core that that they inked this offseason as well. And Kevon Looney, you know, mm-hmm. he did it early on, so you know, kind of sweeping under the rug. It wasn't as much money, but you got Kevon Looney, Jordan Poole, and Andrew Wiggins under contract for the next few years. That is a, a magnificent place to be, especially if you're the defending champion. Even if you weren't, that's a great place to be for any franchise who's already got a lot behind them and and hopefully a lot in front of them. I think with Andrew Wiggins. Look, that that's a guy that I always I always kind of felt bad for. Like to me he was you know, he was maligned for for reasons sure, may, maybe it's it's his fault a little bit that he didn't, you know, I don't know, become the next LeBron James like he was touted in high school and then at Kansas. You know, but there's a lot of guys that that have been on maybe not the exact path, but a path to to stardom that they fall a little bit short of. In fact, it's probably the majority of athletes that that do that. I mean, Harrison Barnes was the number one overall high school player in Iowa, and then goes to UNC, and everyone always talked about in college. You know, he was he was the guy, but he just came up a little bit short. He gets drafted by the Warriors seventh overall. You know, he's supposed to be the guy his rookie season. The next couple of years, he doesn't really become that guy. He's a piece of a championship team, but he's not that guy. Andrew Wiggins, better than Harrison Barnes, but same kind of path, like highly touted, great college player Mm -hmm. into the league, number one overall. And then what happens? He goes to Minnesota. and We just kind of forget about him. And then he finds his way into Golden State via the Kevin Durant trade to D'Angelo Russell for D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell somehow turns into Andrew Wiggins and Jonathan Kaminga and everything is then all well and good. Yeah. Or or pardon me, James Wiseman. Uh, But so... It's like it's just so weird how these things have a way of of turning into something absolutely beautiful. And 
you you said it earlier, like we are absolutely spoiled. Like these things do not just happen in sports. And it seems like the Warriors have their their pick of the litter essentially of who they want to bring back. Yes. And now, especially with Andrew Wiggins, like to me, Jordan Poole, that's a contract you almost you almost have to give. Like you, you have to give him that money. Tyler Hero was paid a certain amount of dollars. You gotta give him that. Which they did. So Andrew Wiggins now, that's the one that's really interesting to me because they gave him a little bit less than what he's making this year. I think less than, you know, maybe what he could make in the future, entering his age 27 season, coming off a championship, establishing himself as a two-way star in this league. And you got him for less. And they found a way to, whether it's appeal to his 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 nature, um, you know, his skill set as a basketball player, as a person, like, you know, and, and I just imagine Andrew Wiggins somewhere, Allen, sitting and looking like exactly like he was at the Warriors parade, which is, man, I ain't got to talk. Yeah. I just got a ball. Just chilling. I just I'm just out here smiling, you know, eyes a little low, just doing my thing. And that's exactly where a lot of I think fans feel today. It's all right, we just went through maybe the darkest, you know, stage of the franchise, especially during this dynasty mm-hmm. with, with Draymond doing what he did. And then we come out on the other side and there is a light at the end of the tunnel. And it's Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. Yeah. It's true. It's true. 888-957-9570. I see Eugene in Oakland, but first let's go to Mike in San Francisco that wants to talk Poole and Wiggins extension. What's up, Mike? You're on with Alan and Evan. Hey. What up, fellas? Yeah, uh, great day. Tip of the cap to uh, Joe Lakeup and uh, Bob Myers, the best uh, owner and uh, GM going. These guys are more dedicated. Lakeup, he backs his uh, mouth up and a lot of owners talk about winning, but he actually is willing to spend and spend incredibly insane more than any other other in sports to keep this going. And uh, it's great that we got the two young core members locked up for the so foreseeable future. And I do think the Warriors are still favored to win it all. I don't think anything this this pull Draymond incident is not going to get in the way of it, barring major injuries. I don't think anybody really can hang. Maybe Milwaukee is probably the only team I see in my mind. They can challenge the Warriors. But other than that, I see them rolling once again. And uh, finally, on Draymond, I just think this is much to do about nothing. I think the team handled it properly. They said, we're going to hit it in-house. Who cares what the media and us fans think? The only guys that matter are the guys inside that locker room, and they forgive them. And JP and him seem fine last night. I don't think any of this is going to linger. And as far as Draymond goes, uh, I just think it's laughable. All the media says, uh, this is a punishment. The guys made hundreds of millions of dollars. He's going to be, he's the hottest sports media property going with the bag these guys are making in sports media now. Broadcasting, they're making more than a lot of these athletes. And Draymond is going to replace uh, Barkley. And we know how controversial Barkley was in his day and still is now. He gets away with saying things that nobody can say. And I think Draymond's going to fit in right into that stable post career and is going to make probably more than any of these guys. And on top of the, uh, the, the coward podcasting gig he's got. So. When you take that into impact, I don't think this is going to affect Draymond. I'm going to open it out. I'm going to cheer him loudly, and there may be a small smattering of bruise, but other than that, Draymond's going to ball out. He may opt in, and he, he might leave, and I know the Lakers would love to have him, which I would hate to see, but hey, all in all, Draymond, I think, is going to be focused, locked in, and Dub Nation is going to be uh, hopefully repeating another championship in June. Thanks for the time. Thanks for the call, Mike. Yeah, Draymond as a person is going to be just fine. He's going to be... I'm not worried just, about Draymond. Yeah, yeah. Draymond as a person is going to be just fine. Uh, obviously, he has TNT, and, and as Mike talked about, he's on the volume with Colin Cowherd. So, 
Yeah, Draymond as a person is going to be fine. Now, in terms of Draymond's future, I, I just truly have no clue. I don't think anybody does. Right now, you might feel some type of way because you like Draymond. You might feel some type of way because you're tired of Draymond. But ultimately, something has got to give. We just don't know what that something is. And when you come out, to Evan's point, when you come out and you you sign Jordan Poole to four years, $140 million, okay, that was pretty much expected. Then you go out and to sign Andrew Wiggins, four years, $109 million, where a lot of people thought, I mean, earlier this summer, we were thinking, okay, is it going to be Poole or Wiggins? So you do the math there because everybody thought you couldn't keep both of them. So now you do the math where, okay, well, they're keeping both of them. That means that that somebody else or some type of money has to be moved in some way. 888-957-9570. Call line, text line. Your thoughts on Jordan Poole. Your thoughts on Andrew Wiggins both getting four-year extensions. Draymond Green, how are you feeling? Is the juice still worth the squeeze? Let's go to Gene in Oakland who's been patiently waiting. What's up, Gene? You're on 95.7 The Game with Evan and Allen. Hey, fellas. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, you know, I'm feeling feeling much better now. Uh, I was concerned. Uh, I, you know, I was one of those based on what the owner, Lakeup, said uh, after, after the uh, championship that he was drawing a line in the sand. Don't don't make me spend more than $400 million. Well, if you did the math then, uh, it didn't seem like there was any way they were going to be able to keep uh, both uh, Wiggins and Poole, and somehow they managed to do it. I think they got the deal of the century in Wiggins because uh, – uh, you look at that guy, he was, uh, I think he was neck and neck for MVP in the finals, uh, with Curry. Mm. Uh, so they, and he's 27 years old. So that's, that's an amazing, uh, deal they got. I mean, he kept saying over and over, I want to stay here. I love it here. You know, and, uh, apparently <laughs> there was a lot to that. So that's, that's wonderful. I mean, I'm, I'm much happier actually for the Wiggins extension than, than for the pool. Yeah, no, that's a great call, Gene, because we we knew the Jordan Poole one was coming. The question was, I mean, look what look what Andrew Wiggins just did. He fits so well. Are we really going to let that walk? I mean, we did shows saying who would you rather have, Jordan Poole or Andrew Wiggins. But when you're a Warriors fan and you got Joey Lightyear's dropping that bag, you you don't have to you don't have to choose between the two. You get to keep both. This is per Woj through Bobby Marks after Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins extension. The projective salary and luxury tax for the Golden State Warriors in the 2023-2024 season, 483 million. 483 million. That's a bag. And and basically, you know, they had sat and said that there was a number that they didn't want to surpass, but you know, Things change. Maybe they know something in terms of this, the, the CBA that's coming. So they went out and they said, you know what? I like I like popping champagne. I like parades. And Andrew Wiggins was a big part of that. And we think we think Jordan Poole, you can continue to be a big part of that. And one day you might be a big reason or the reason that we're popping the champagne because of what you've been able to do. Yeah, and, and Joe Lacob and the Warriors do have a growth mindset. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in terms of money as well as trying to win. I know Joe Lacob said that his goal is to do basically what Dr. Jerry Busted, like to, to make the finals an X amount of time as an owner. And I, I think it was it was like half of his 30 years or something like that as mm-hmm. owner that, you know, he he made these deep runs. It was very successful. And Joe Lacob wants to match that. Like he yeah. wants to be the greatest and he wants the Warriors to get there. But we're going to figure out how deep his pockets go. 
Because as you just mentioned, that figure is on the board. That's assuming Draymond Green opts into his 27.6 mm-hmm. next year, which at this point, I feel like he'd be foolish not to. And that leaves you with 12 players at $483 million because the tax is going to be more than the actual salary is itself. Whether that's fair or not, them's the rules. So you're looking at, you're going to have to sign a couple more players that that bill, that overall bill next season is going to be over $500 million in all likelihood should they keep the team the way it is. I If Joe Lacob does that, I I, I got to tip my cap because that is, that is a bill that, as we put it in perspective last segment, he bought the team for $450 million. Now he's going to pay half a billion dollars for mm-hmm. one year? You better win the championship then. Like, that's a lot of money. Well, to be fair, though, it is a lot of money, right? It's more it's more money than half of us could even dream of. I, I did play the lottery this last Friday. I did not win. Good luck, sir. Obviously. Yeah. But... Oh, you, you wouldn't be here if you did? <laughs> no, I, no, I still would be. I still would be. I just meant I might be in like Louis Vuitton while I'm doing the show, and I am not currently. Now, Alan, Alan's actually rocking a Padres colors right now. I am. I am. You know what? I, I, I had to do it because anybody's better than that Dodger blue. It's I'm just sorry. a hashtag beat LA across it's just the be, station, It's right? just beat LA. You know, sunny San Diego, do what you got to do. When it, when it comes to the pockets, though, I mean, what is that team worth now? Yeah. No, a but- lot. But Joe Lacob's not the only one in that ownership group. He's not the only That's one that, that makes those decisions. So I, I look, and, and I don't want to go down the you know deep seller cap rabbit hole at this point. But it, like there is a point in which the train is going to stop. And I know that everyone has been deservedly today, specifically today, giving Joe Lacob credit for signing and keeping these valued pieces of a Warriors core together for multiple years down the line. But eventually, you're looking at st- we, we, throughout. We talked about Draymond. Mm-hmm. Clay Thompson's the next guy up that's eligible for an extension this upcoming offseason. What he's going to be worth, $40 million, that's a lot to ask to bring him back based on what the bill is going to be down the future. So I just I just feel like, look, this is a day certainly for celebration, but if you're thinking about what's going to happen this year, the Warriors are going to do their best to try and win a championship. I believe that you know, kind of the elephant in the room, Draymond Green will be able to put all of this aside because he's done it before. He has made mistakes in the past and he still contributed to four championships right. and winning basketball. I'm not worried about him. I am worried. And in the West, I don't know if there's anybody that can touch him. I think that Gene brought up a good point about Milwaukee being someone from the East that could challenge the Warriors, but they're not in the same conference. We'll see, we'll see what the Clippers got. Well, I'm not on the Clipper. I mean, Vegas and everybody's on the Clipper bandwagon. Can you? Can we see them play a game first? Can to, we see them play a game? Uh, to me, Memphis is the only team that I, I would be able to put in, in the Warriors. Category. I was actually kicking it with uh, one of my buddies last night that is a huge Nuggets fan. Oh, and okay. I mean, yeah, Jamal don't, Murray, don't sleep Porter's on the Nuggets. Uh, I would say that I would put the Nuggets up there because, you know, they were hot in the streets. Well, obviously the Warriors didn't have Klay Thompson, but they, they were hot that, that year after the bubble could have maybe been their year. Then Jamal Murray goes down at the Chase Center. I would put the Nuggets, Clippers, and I don't know. Uh, like you said, the Grizzlies, but it's the Grizzlies the using the toughest test last year. That's the only reason they're, they're sure, up there. Sure. I don't know. I mean, I, I think Denver could be good this year. Uh, they also need to play defense, which none of those three they players like that you mean do. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, I don't know. I mean, hey, Jamichael Green was a nugget. He's on the Warriors now. And, um, you know, like the Warriors just, they, there's so much going for them today 
that, look, th- this season is going to be a lot of fun. It also, depending on how Draymond comports himself, could maybe not be as fun. But it all signs appear that the Warriors are doing everything in their power at the player level, coaching level, the front office level, to put what happened a week and a half ago behind them and at least give fans, as well as the rest of the league, reassurance that the Warriors are still locked in on their goal, which has not changed since they beat the Boston Celtics in six games in the 2022 finals. They are trying to run it back. Andrew Wiggins, four years, $109 million contract extension. Jordan Poole, four years, $140 million contract extension. And what does that say to me? Well, number one, that bag is deep for Joe Lacob and the ownership. They want to make moves and they continue to make moves. And this dynasty isn't ending anytime soon. But it also tells me this. This is a huge year for Draymond Green. And this is a huge, even though he can opt in, it's still a huge year for him. It's a huge, because after that, you know, I guess then he's in another contract year. It's a big year for Draymond Green because of what happened, in my opinion. And because of just, just. and I know everybody, he was in line for, for Defensive Player of the Year, then he got hurt. Well, yeah. Th- that's the statement, though. That's what happens that's when that, you get older and that, you're, exactly, you have problems. Exactly. Yeah. So I have to see what Draymond does this year. And, and and when it comes to Klay Thompson, who's up for that extension, Klay Thompson's getting paid $40 million. You break down the Jordan Poole deal, he's getting paid about $30 million. At the end of this, we can't necessarily talk about it now because it's not fair to Klay because this will be his second year coming back from those two brutal injuries. But Klay has to show and, and prove what he is now worth because honestly, I don't think any of us know. Nobody knows what Klay should continue to make moving forward. Nobody knows that. And, and that has nothing to do with how much we love Clay on the boat. That has nothing to do with how much we love seeing Clay with, with, with Rocco. It has nothing to do with any of that. The fact of the matter is, this is a business and we don't know what Clay's value is right now. It's a huge, it's probably a bigger year. It might be a bigger year for Clay than Draymond because it too, a, a lot of the the callers in Texas Point, when it comes to Draymond, he does have the media thing, and I and I've already said I don't know how much longer Draymond's going to play. Period. I don't think Draymond wants to be in a situation where he's bouncing around at the end of his career. And I know he's talked about wanting to play for the Pistons at some point. Obviously, went to Michigan State, things like that. But Draymond doesn't. He he has too much pride, in my opinion, to sign for some rinky dink contract. I don't think he wants he wants to do that. So Draymond, I I feel like even though. He does have a lot to prove in terms of the war, his future with the Warriors, but Clay as well, just in general, because nobody knows where Clay sits right now. Nobody knows. No, and that's why it was concerning for me to hear that he was, you know, sitting out a preseason game. And maybe mm-hmm. this is just the beginning of what they're telling you about load management. Like yeah. we're going to handle these guys' minutes to make sure that they're fresh for the playoffs, because that's of course where you want to be. But look, I mean, Clay Thompson towards the tail end of the NBA Finals looked like a guy who, look, he certainly wasn't back to 2018 or 2019 Clay before he went down with the ACL. But he looked like a, a pretty darn good two-way player. You know, not a finished version. He shot 43% from the field, about 38.5% from three. For him, those are those are down numbers. You know, I, I could see him certainly taking a step forward in that category offensively. My question is going to be, 
and I think this is why Andrew Wiggins' contract extension is important, can Clay return to some semblance of the defensive player he was before the injuries? And I think it's a little unfair to ask him to be that that two-way wall that he was picking up the number one guard option before his injury, but that's why you also have Andrew Wiggins now, and that's why a lot of people felt that Andrew Wiggins was the second best player in the finals last year, because he could go get you a bucket, he could also lock up Luka Doncic, he could put him on Jason Tatum, or Jalen Brown, or Al Horford, or whoever you need him to, that was Clay's old role, but if he is going to get back to the clay of old, like you were kind of talking about, to me, I'm looking more for how he plays defensively than how he shoots the rock. No, it, yes. I, I completely agree with that. And I think I am not worried at all because I'm just fairly confident. I don't think you're as confident as I am, but I'm pretty darn confident that clay, when it's time for the extension, he will take some version of a pay cut. I, I just think he will. It might it might come off, to be completely honest, hey, you guys paid me through these injuries. I'll take a pay cut. Like that's honestly, I feel that Clay might might move in that way. And even if he, he would have to have a crazy year. I'm talking about this year. You gotta be an all-star. You gotta be something like that. I mean, 40 million is is 40 million. It's a lot of money. We gotta get to a break. When we come back, we wanna discuss Jordan Poole. Yeah, they cashed him out, but what's the ceiling? How good can Jordan Poole be? And how good can he be for this Warriors organization while Seth is here and beyond? It's Alan South, Evan Giddings, 95.7 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
halfway through the 4 o'clock hour, 95.7 The Game, Evan Giddings and Alan Styles taking you up to 6 p.m. Celebrating all things Golden State Warriors. Andrew Wiggins, four years, $109 million contract extension. Jordan Poole, four years, $140 million contract extension. What does it all mean for the future? Everybody's already talking about that, but here... Yes, we're talking about it too, but we also are talking about just the paths that these guys took and just celebrating where they are and who they are and how they got to this place in their careers. So 888-957-9570, call line and the Xfinity mobile text line. Favorite Jordan Poole memories. I mean, there, there, there are plenty to choose from. Favorite Jordan Poole memories, favorite Andrew Wiggins memories. He had a bunch of poster dunks, Jordan Poole, a couple half-court shots mixed in there in the finals. Call in, let us know, let us know your thoughts on the contract extensions. And yes, let us know, would you be willing if somebody told you, you have a Warriors insider, a buddy of yours, they said to you, look, man, the Warriors, they're about to shop. Draymond Green, they're going to shop him around. What are your feelings if your buddy told you that? Are you mad? Are you happy? Or do you just say, you know what? At this point, I get it. At this point, I get it. So before the break, we teased, you know, Jordan Poole in terms of how high his ceiling can be. And he got into the league. Obviously, he made those shots at Michigan. Everybody thought, oh, they got another splash brother, right? Had a rough go to start. He had some version of the yips. He just could not make a jump shot. His transition was a bit tough. Now we see him take this meteoric rise in that, you know, after he was in the G League and he just pops that next season. Now we see him again taking another step. He was in the conversation for six man of the year, but, you know, he, he started some games when Steph was out. It was a bit... It was a bit, I have to look at Vegas numbers. He's definitely probably up there in terms of best odds for sixth man of the year going into this season. But this deal ends when he is, when he will be 27. So then he would be in his prime. What do we think he'll look like in his prime? I mean, nobody is sitting here thinking he's the next Steph Curry. That would be crazy. No. But are we perennial all-star? Can he be... Can he be the number one option on a championship team? Because he's 20 in, in four years. What would Steph be? What? I mean, I, I, I don't know if Steph's done in four years, but whenever Steph is done and Jordan Poole is in his prime, can he be the number one option on a championship team? Do we think he can get there? Well, Steph gets to decide whenever he's done. Yes. He's, he's earned that by far. I honestly, as much as I would love to say Jordan Poole could be the number one on a championship team. If Stephen Curry is your number one on a championship team and you just said he's not Steph Curry, then how, how can I say that he could be the number well, one for a championship team? there's only one Steph team? Curry, though. There is, but but that's sometimes what it takes. Like, And it's not often that you run into an era of basketball where LeBron James is going to 10 straight finals and that's kind of who at some point you're going to have to go through in order to win, which Steph did multiple times. But... To me, that that question is it's a little unfair to pull at this point, just because look, when when Steph Curry got paid his rookie extension, he was coming off of, of ankle surgery. No one knew what he was gonna be. He went from the seventh highest paid player on the Warriors at the time to the fourth highest paid player and eventually became, I believe, the fifth highest paid player on their first championship team. Jordan Poole just went from being the at this point, ninth highest paid player to number three. 
And that, that's assuming he's going to make more than 27 and a half in his first year, which is what Draymond would be making next year. Uh, Wiggins now 27 and a half ish, probably going to be below that. So Jordan Poole just became your third highest player, third highest paid player. To me, that that signals the Warriors believe he can, you know, continue to get better as he has each of his first three years in the, in the league. But to say that, look, Clay Thompson's only made two All NBA teams, and Clay Thompson plays defense. That's still a question for Jordan Poole. Mm. We know he can go at you. We know he can go get a bucket. He can go get a bucket against pretty much anyone. Even in the finals when he struggled, he still had games where offensively he helped them win. Right. So Jordan Poole, to me, the question of whether he can be a number one on a championship team is going to be whether he can keep a guy in front of him. Because there were times last year when he looked like a turnstile. Like guys were just going right around it. John Morant, that's a guy he's going to have to match up with in the future. They're about the same age. Can he keep him in front? And I'm looking at guys like you know, other dominant guards in the league. Luka Doncic in the West. He's going to have to match Trey Young. He's going to have to match up with those guys. But does he, though? I mean, are, are we saying that, and and Steph is a better defender than him, but at this point in Steph's career, he wasn't. No. Right? I mean, he doesn't, does he have to guard the other team, these premier point guards? At some point, if he's going to be the number one for a championship team, he might. But I think that he can... Like, that. that's actually part of Steph's game that I think gets a little underplayed. Is Yes, he's not this amazing, you know, dominant defender. Mm-hmm. But when he gets switched on, which happened a lot early in his career, he did enough to make sure that it wasn't an easy layup on the other side. Well, yes, yes. I think that Jordan Poole can get to... Steph's level defensively, though. I don't know how <laughs> he's not trying to. I don't know how difficult that is. Well, this even, year looked even, pretty difficult. Well, that's fair. That's fair. He, but he's 23. So uh, Steph is still on the team and he's going to be on the team for the throughout this Jordan Poole contract. Let's assume that. So let's say it ends. Steph has r- ridden into the sunset. Hey, Jordan, here are the keys. At that point in time, I think Jordan Poole will be a Steph Curry level defender. Well, and but one part of that is also help defense. I mean, Steph when he was winning MVPs was close to if not leading the league in steals. Like he did mm-hmm. a, he did a good job of having enough court awareness defensively to help you even though one-on-one he he sometimes was was going to get taken advantage of. Yes. Jordan Poole to me has not taken that next step yet to the point where you know, it's not like you're trying to to hide him necessarily, but if he's out there with step, that's one of the reasons why at some points in the finals, Kerr had to take him off the court because you can't have two of the you can't have two of those guys out there. So you got to have Steph with with Clay or, or Wiggins, you know, on on the perimeter. Jordan Poole's got to get better defensively. That to me is what would unlock the potential in him because offensively. He 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 can he can be one of those guys that can score you twenty five a night. And as you were talking about, yeah, but you can't give up twenty five exactly on, on the other end. But you were talking about favorite Jordan Poole moments, and I know maybe a first round series isn't necessarily all that impressive considering they won the chip. But his first game in the playoffs, he was incredible. He was in fuego. And the moment that sticks out to me, partially because I'm a broadcaster and I, I like to listen to that kind of stuff, Mark Jones. Describing Jordan Poole throwing in a spirit bomb against the Denver Nuggets, <laughs> shout out to all my DBZ fans out there, yeah. was electric. He was 9 of 13 for 30 points. And what he did last year in the playoffs, mind you, offensively, was pretty incredible. I saw a stat today that 
in six games, he scored 25-plus points on 60 or better field goal shooting from the floor. There have only been two people in the history of basketball that have done that in the playoffs. One of them is Jerry West. So he offensively, he is a very explosive player. He showed that last year, but it was immediate, and that's why Game 1, to me, stands out in particular. Yeah, well, if you want to go the DBZ route, I mean, he went Super Saiyan. Easily. Easily. And... You can't expect that to be the norm, but for that to be his coming out party for the playoffs just made it even better. I mean, I can only imagine non-Warrior fans watching that just thinking, what is happening? What is happening? And that's why we'll never do it. We'll never say he could be the next Steph or whatever. But you you do stuff like that and you have moments like that and you think, I mean, anything is, there's only one Steph, but even if he is... An 80% version of him, that guy is still a Hall of Famer. That's how crazy Steph is. Uh, don't, don't. I mean, I'm saying he could don't be. Don't do that. No, 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 no. 80%. You could be a 70% version. Okay, I'll go, now I'm dropping down now. Okay. Okay. 70% version of Steph. Hey, well, look, if Stephen Curry thinks that Andre Iguodala is a walk into the Hall of Fame, then then maybe 80% of Stephen Curry is, absolutely. Well, the Basketball Hall of Fame is also the easiest Hall of Fame to get into. It, yeah, it is. Different conversation. No, no doubt, no game. doubt, no doubt. 925 is, is chiming in on the Xfinity Mobile text line. You are not being fair to the defense that Steph Curry plays now. He's an above-average guard on defense now. I don't think you can count on Jordan Poole to be at Steph Curry's level on defense. I hear what you're saying. Number one, Steph is in his 30s. And Jordan Poole's 23. I'm just of the mindset that by the time Jordan Poole is in his 30s, he could be what Steph is. I mean, we saw straight up Steph looked yoked this season. He came in. He was in the weight room. He was drinking muscle milk. He, 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 he was not missing a day in the gym. And I think that that all helps. And I believe Jordan Poole is going to have all this. He's 23. This contract's going to end. He's going to be 27. So he's, he's going to be... Uh, you could argue just going to his prime or already in his prime or, or well into his prime at that point, you're going to continue to gain mass. You're going to continue to get stronger. And I get, and I do agree. I think Seth Curry's defense is a little under undervalued. I think people are starting to notice now. I think finals was huge for Seth because he played some good defense and, you know, it, it wasn't, it, it wasn't as if they were trying to, you know, put him in a blender over and over again. And even just throughout the playoffs in general, I just still believe that Jordan Poole, what do they say in CYO or AAU defense is effort, right? And I, I don't think it's fully effort, but I do think that as Jordan Poole gets older, I, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that he is as good of a defender as Steph. I mean, Steph is an above average guard, but he I, he's not Drew Holiday here. I, I think <laughs> I, I think Jordan Poole no. can get there. No, I, I will I will say this about Poole. I believe he will work as hard as possible to get there. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he'll be as you know, great of a defender as, as Steph is now, or, or as average a defender, however one people put it. I don't think he'll ever be with what Stephen Curry is offensively. That's certainly no slight. Like no. no one, no one is. But I believe that Jordan Poole will put in the work. Like that's the one thing, and actually the reason why the contract is such an easy decision as far as the extension to, to give it to him, because by all accounts, Jordan Poole is one of the, if not the, hardest working players on the team. And that guy puts in the work. 
and his stats are evident. Yes. As far as where he was to where he came and where he is now, as you laid out him going to the G League. Every time, every time there's a post about a practice or something like that, it's Jordan Poole getting shots up either before practice or after practice. And you've heard it from everybody in that organization that he puts in the work. So uh, to your point, I think that's another good indication that he can be some version of Steph defensively. And I also think that, I mean, let's not, let's not sell short the fact that Steph is in the building, right? He might not be Steph Curry, but you get to learn from Steph Curry. And the, I know he's not going to be Steph Curry, but it, we can't avoid the comparisons, right? I mean, the, the way he shoots the basketball, the half court shots, everything, the comparisons are going to happen. That that's that's just going to happen. But we're not. I'm not going to sit here and no, there are no expectations that he would be the next step because that's just is impossible. It's impossible. Yeah. No. Aesthetically, sure. He, he shoots you know deep threes and yes. Um. Yeah. He he throws in spear bombs or he goes super <laughs> saiyan. Mm-hmm. It's good for social media, but let's let's pump the brakes. Well, sure. Uh, so and actually and th- this is maybe maybe a decent segue here is like so to me it, as far as what the season could be whatever the potential is like let, let's not get it twisted Stephen Curry will dictate how far the Warriors go this season he yes. is going to be the reason why oh, they yes. do or don't win the championship mm-hmm. I love the fact that they extended Jordan Poole I love the fact that they got Andrew Wiggins for four more years at a discount I believe but at the end of the day it, it, we're, we're throwing out hey, could Draymond do this could Poole do this could Wiggins do that if Steph is the finals version that he was last year, this year, I would I would put them as the favorite. Like, if he's going to give you that level of basketball, which actually, in a weird way, he, he didn't in the regular season. I mean, he, he he shot a lower percentage from three than he had in, you know since his first couple of years in the league. He wasn't in the regular season the best version of himself, but he peaked at the right time. Yes. And that's what the Warriors, I think, are are going to be trying to do this year. They're going to try and peak at the right time, and that's why Poole and Wiggins are so important because those are the guys that can help you get past maybe needing to sit Clay for 20 games. Maybe Draymond, you know, his, the back flares up. He's going to miss a few games. Steph might have to miss a few games because you got to save him for the playoffs. That's where those guys, and Jordan Poole, you mentioned earlier that he didn't win six-man of the year. Well, the reason was because he had to start 51 games. Exactly. He, and that's might, again, what he that might be what he has to do again this year. So that's where their value is also important, not just the fact that they're great potentially in individual games, but that you can count on them to be on the floor, healthy and 100% for the majority of that 82. The Warriors are a terrible team as an example for if you coach, you know, I know Shasky coaches basketball, baseball, everything under the sun for your CYO or little league team or whoever, they are a terrible example because what did we always hear growing up? Guys, you got to give it a hundred percent every day. You can't turn it on and off. You're not that good. You can use the Warriors as this example because they are that good because they're NBA teams. They're NBA teams that aren't that good. The Warriors, what we've learned from this season and, and obviously going in, to the going into these later years for Steph, Clay, and Draymond is that it is it is a marathon, not a sprint. And and to be fair, 
I know it still burns. It's, it burns less because you got this Celtics one, but it's still LeBron. 2016, it will always burn. But I, to be fair, I do think that that ended up helping the Warriors in the long run. Undoubtedly. Now, will I would I trade that for the best record in the history and, and a chip? Yes, but you, you, you can't. So I'm going to move forward. But I do think that if that hadn't happened, right, at some point they would have learned, but it was, all right, we cannot just, this regular season stuff, we're going to have to build up to it. And you know what? We were talking about other teams that might be in the mix. You know who, who probably learned a good lesson from that, even though they're extremely young? So, you know, they're just, they're young and they have energy. They're going to continue to do what they got to do. The Grizzlies. I think the Grizzlies learned that lesson this year because, and, and Ja, we don't know what's going to happen with him. Extremely athletic, we know that. But I think that they got that second seed and they were boom, boom, boom. They didn't set the world on fire. They did for their organization in terms of those records, but they were all about the regular season. They got to the playoffs and they, man, this is a whole nother season. Yeah, that's right. And I think that they're a team that, when you talk about you know who is going to be tough against the Warriors, they're a team that learned from that last season, and maybe they're in the the fifth seed or the fourth seed, something like that. But hey, we want to make sure we are in peak position. You got to learn these things. You got to learn these things. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero is the call line and the text line discussing all things Andrew Wiggins, who has been extended on the Golden State Warriors, four years, $109 million. And Jordan Poole, four years, $140 million. Got a good text here on the Xfinity Mobile text line. Honest question, guys. I don't have anything against Jordan Poole, but how is it that everyone thinks he's that great when he's only really been good for half a season? I would say it was more than half a season because I think this whole season he was really good. I think the half a season was more like last year. So it's yeah. been about a season and a half uh, in my accounts, number one. And number two, you you essentially had to do it. It's the going rate. Uh, we could do a whole conversation on who's better, Jordan Poole or Tyler Hero. I think that's the same conversation. I think that's the same type of conversation between, uh, you know, who's better, George Kittle or Travis Kelsey. I think it's much closer than that conversation, but I think it's a conversation to be had. But that's kind of the going rate for these Young guys that you think are eventually going to run your franchise, but for now they are the sixth man. That that's just the going rate. He got a little bit more than than the going rate, but that is what it is. You couldn't let Jordan Poole go to free agency, albeit restricted, and and get priced out by somebody because everybody knows that the Warriors' money is a bit strapped. Now it doesn't seem like it today, but if I, I always use the Orlando Magic in these situations. But if the Orlando Magic want to give Jordan Poole 200 milli, all right, see you later. So, and they did not want to have to deal with that. Yeah, well, and maybe it's not a max, but, I mean, just look at Gary Payton II. Like, they weren't able to re-sign him. He, he's not making $200 million, but he's making more than what the Warriors wanted to pay him. And right. that, that same situation magnified 10 times is a situation that you avoid with Jordan Poole by inking him today. Exactly. Exactly. And you you basically had had to do it. And as well, I, I, we got away from it for him a little bit. And I think they were going to extend him anyway, 
if you didn't extend him and you have to go into the season restricted free agency and I just got popped in the moneymaker, Jordan Poole's a pretty good looking dude, man. He's pretty marketable. You could have really messed my face up, Draymond. You didn't, we didn't suspend him. I'm doing air quotes. We didn't suspend him. You don't offer me an extension. Again, I think they were going to offer him anyway. You don't offer me extension. Now you're going to let me go to restricted free agency. I could have seen Jordan Poole just going Super Saiyan for the whole season, getting sixth man of the year, possibly being an all-star, and saying, I'm kicking rocks. And, and, hey, I got two rings already. Now I'm just going to get the bag. And they did not want to go into that. No, they didn't. Neither did Jordan Poole, to, right. to be honest. I mean, you and Draymond, and Draymond alluded to this a little bit in his press conference that was not... Uh, you know, as far as the the person is concerned, he was he was not apologetic. He mentioned right. the fact that in contract years, you do not want the reason why you don't want to have a contract looming isn't necessarily just because about what you have to deal with, but about what the entire team has to deal with. And so, if Jordan Poole goes into this year under restrictive free agency, he's not just going to get questions about that. Steph's going to get questions about that. Clay's going to get questions. We saw it happen with Kevin Durant. It pulls not KD, but that's going to be something that looms over the season larger than just you. The other, the other thing is too. What if Jordan Poole got hurt this year? You know, then his his monetary value tanks in a contract season. So I think it's in the best interest of both sides it to was. sign this deal now. The Warriors as well as Jordan Poole's game. Well, and to the and to four one five's point, it has only been it's been a season and a half. Jordan Poole is getting offered this bag. Do I want? What if I just have a, a, a down year? What if I have a down year? Am I my? How is my value going to be any higher than it is right now? Do I really want to go through a season and quote unquote bet on myself? That that's the craziest part. He's twenty three. This isn't even the biggest bag he's going to get. It's not even the biggest bag because he's going to be 27. And if he keeps ascending like this, he's got a, a monster bag waiting for him when this extension is over. Yeah, assuming so the, the trajectory is the same. Assuming yeah. the trajectory is the same. And if it's not, well, at least I got my contract extension now. So that that's why Jordan Poole was not necessarily in a position to bet on himself because it's a fairly small sample size, to be fair. And for the Warriors, yeah, it is a fairly small sample size. But we have to take this risk because... And it's a calculated risk, I would say, because you have Steph Curry. You're not now. You get to see. It, I wouldn't call it a bargain, but it's the going rate for your baller six man, the Tyler Heroes of the world. Now Jordan Poole. Let's see what he looks like at 27. Steph is going to be four years older. We don't know what that looks like. Does Jordan Poole appear to be the person that can be? our number one as we continue to hunt these championships. That's ultimately the question. All right, we got to get to a break. One more hour left. When we come back, we've talked about Jordan Poole, what his ceiling is. What about Andrew Wiggins? Does the evolution of Andrew Wiggins continue or or is he at his peak right now? It's Alan Salas, Evan Giddings, 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 